Welcome to the Not Salty Podcast. I'm your host, John Bell. And as always, I'm joined by my... What are you guys? We're friends. Yeah, we're friends. Friends, Mike and Kristen. In this episode, we interview the homegrown local celebrity, Mike Frotz, how he traveled through Europe and eventually moved to New York City. We hear about his 9-11 story, luckily not tragic, but quite funny. And most importantly, we hear his best honey honey story. Before we get into that, I would like to give a little PSA out there. If you happen to go into the boat at the honey honey, please wear shoes. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode number four. Quattro. Mike? How you doing? Good, John. Thank you. It's good to be here. Hi. Hi. That was totally the wrong mic. You were supposed to wait for it. <laughs> oh, wait. Mike Fenton. Hey, Hi. I'm still here. Yeah. Oh, the host, Mike. We're going to yeah. I'll introduce you in a second. <laughs> I'm just going to be, I'll be here. We'll just call him Fenton and you can be the unknown Mike at this point. I'll be Fenton. Fenton, how you doing, bud? I'm How's doing your day? well. I was good. I got to hang out. Uh, we found a castle tent in the closet somewhere and put it together for Lucy. So she was crawling, crawling around. That was pretty cool. You make her sleep outside in it tonight? Well, I mean, that's the goal, but it's a little cold today. Uh, in case uh, you didn't look it up, we got a bunch of snow today. Well, not a bunch of snow. Kristen, how much did we get? Um, I mean, we got a lot of ice, honestly, more than snow, but I think we're supposed to get up to four inches. So it is November right now. If you're listening to this, it might be December, but it would be funny. You'd pull it back up because uh, in our very first like, hey, we're going to start a podcast before we actually interviewed anybody. The three of us got together and just talked for an hour, which was kind of neat. But uh, we bet when it was going to snow. Uh, I would say this this is the second real snow of the year. Yeah. yeah. Number two. Yeah. So um, we are here today with another mic. Hold on. Did anyone win the of fate of the snow? We don't thing? know. Oh. <laughs> I did. You're okay. right. We, the jury's I have, out. I have a picture to prove it. What was Got what it. was the so you won? I did, but we You're didn't right. bet anything in particular. Just you know, bragging rights. I think. Mike Frost, what would you have bet? You've lived here your entire life. Well, no, you've moved, but always come back. But you lived here for a long time. I probably would have said, uh, probably right around now, maybe between now and the 18th. Good before before Thanksgiving. I think mm. John said the 11th of November. I said October 27th, so and I did 26. And he did October 26 for the under, and it snowed on like October 24th or something. Yep. Yeah. Bragging rays, <laughs> whatever. You all win. Enjoy them. Yeah. And so uh, hey, we've got a new pitcher in our studio today. It's pretty cool. Mike nice. Fenton's friend made it. Give him a plug, Mike. Yeah, Derek Rebel City Duval. Check him out. I have no Facebook idea or said. Aces Run. His name is Derek <laughs> Revel City Duval. Derek Duval, but okay. his uh, yeah. Rebel, his face Rebel City Rebel Rebel oh, City Rebel City. Mm. I hope he doesn't mind me saying that. <laughs> well, I don't know if he does. What it's, it's his Facebook name. name. <laughs> it's his Facebook name. So well, if he okay. wants to sell these Rebel things, City. then I Rebel should City. have a, It looks neat. Yeah, if anybody wants to buy this painting, um, we'll sell it, and all the proceeds will go to Derek. I'll just take a small commission of fifty percent. Feels kind of like sandpaper. <laughs> nice. It's splatter inspired. <laughs> Just kidding. If you can't see the video, uh, it looks like a bunch of Ajax with mustard on it. And, it does. Uh, no, it's actually really, really cool. It is. All right. Welcome, Michael Ray Frauds. Michael Ray. Oh. I forget. Yes. yes Michael Three Ray. Three names. That is what a country you... singing name right there. You need to be a country music <laughs> there star. There is a that famous is a country, country music star named Michael Ray, and I was Michael Ray before him. So The Billy Ray's brother? No, it's some some other Ray. Some other something. Hey, I know Michael. I think I know a couple yeah. of his songs. He's pretty handsome. He's pretty handsome. Mm -hmm. You got that from you too, I guess. Kristen, how about that? Easy, Thank you. you. Boy, you're gonna make a boy blush. <laughs> we're not even a whole year into the wedding, right? <laughs> we're over. We're over a year. Over a year. Okay, no. time flies. It's yeah. okay. Honeymoon's over. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Um, so Michael, you grew up here, and and when when I was thinking about this the other day. When do you change your name from Mike to Michael? Or I guess it's it's a process because my real name's Jonathan. Somewhere around the fifth grade, I was like, man, that is way too hard to spell. So I'm going to go by John. And I've never gone back to Jonathan. And I, I probably won't. When Somewhere you went from Michael to Mike, and now you've gone back to Michael? Like, how's that work? Yeah, so the answer is I'm, I'm Mike, Mikey, Michael, and Michael Ray. And I've never really 
told anyone I need to be one of them, but they just come up with it. Yeah. There's this thing, you know, have you guys ever met anyone that they, their name's Steven or whatever. And they're like, and you say, Hey Steve. And they're like, it's it's Steven. Oh yeah. No, but and, I know a like, guy named We Steven. know a lot of people Jordan. like that. <laughs> I do know a lot of people like so, that. I am like the opposite of that. So it's like pick one, like do a little eeny meeny miny mo, and that's my name. But Mike is just simpler. And uh, my dad is Mike, and I'm the other Mike, I guess. Are you a second, or you have different? No, my dad's name is Michael J. Frotz, like, <laughs> like Michael J. Like Michael J. Fox. Fox. Yeah, and <laughs> mine is Michael Ray. So we have one. He's our next guest, by the way. Uh, you love not, that. Not your dad. No, your dad, not Michael J. Oh yeah, <laughs> dad would get way more followers. Trust me. He probably would. Uh, and yeah, he. We have one letter difference. He's Michael J. I'm Michael Ray. So not a junior. Who picked your name? Your dad, I guess. Um. My mom and dad did both, and Ray is my great grandfather's name. Mm -hmm. Isn't that sweet? So I don't remember. I don't know exactly how old you are, but uh, um, and you don't have to tell everybody how old you are. Um, I can share that. But as long as I have been a part of Deep Creek, feel free. If you come to Deep Creek and you spend 39. time here, somebody almost always knows you. You run into somebody everywhere. Um, I don't know how yeah. it's like the well, seven degrees of uh, seven degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon. And yeah. Yeah. So, it's a seven degrees of Michael Ray. Well, let me tell you, John, that used to feel like a real burden. And, you know, I mean, it was like, you know, first of all, it well, starts you don't with have to talk to them. it starts with an entire foundation of society here that are my first, second and third cousins. I was going to bring that and up. it builds from there. Because mm -hmm. okay, so like if I, you know, you know, cousin, what's her face and cousin, what's his face are like, I have a cousin at Perkins, a cousin at Shop and Save and a cousin at Slopeside. You know what I mean? They oh, yeah. might be our only listeners. So go easy on them. We, we <laughs> need okay. them. And we love them. <laughs> Some of them <laughs> probably so, don't have podcasts. But <laughs> is Frotz anyway. really that big of a, a name? Because we, we've done four interviews and two of your last names have been Frotz. So either we just mm, know your whole back. family well. well listen, or... so there are quite a few Frotzes. And How many? Like 100 or 50 or like 3,000? There's definitely a good 150 yeah. at the they family live reunion. Here. Um, they, they live here in the region. And, like, people, like my cousin Nick Frotz or his mother's last name is Frotz and his dad's Orr. And so they even added Frotz onto it, okay? Yeah, he, he wanted that it's in there. really, yeah. it's important. We forgot to bring that up last week. I was totally going to ask him why no, he did No, I don't, no, I don't think we need to talk about that. Frotz is such a northern. Like a round two. So it, it, do you want to know what it really is? Ooh, yes. What's your yeah. background? Are you Irish? So, uh, I'm a lot of different things. We can go into my genealogy in a little bit. I've done lots of investigations. But Fratz is actually pronounced Fratze in German. German. And it means, <laughs> I, I, I learned this when I was in Germany, and I had a little name tag with my name on it, and everyone started giggling. Oh. <laughs> and it means... Person with a funny face, I think. <laughs> so, um, I know. So, I must have some really interesting ancestors. Did you Google Translate um, this? Is this real? No, you know what? I, you know, no I haven't done a lot of... Since I was on the ground, since I was, you know, on the ground there, I, I didn't do any further research, but they told me it was Fratze, and it means funny face, but it also can mean other things, and... um. You know, I do have a funny face, I guess. Maybe it's funny, comma face. Like, you're funny. Or it's like funny. Mm. Or like, do you make a funny face if you laugh? Mike right? is still laughing. Mike's trying to be off camera and laugh. But, you know, and all my friends in New York City called me Fratzy. So they had a Y to it, and that's my nickname. So you grow up in Garrett County. How do you, wh where did you go first when you got out? Um, when I was 18, I graduated high school and uh, I had. I went on a tour of Europe in a in a performance choir before I went to college. So I did like three months in Europe, Germany, Switzerland, France, Luxembourg, Austria, Italy. In Germany is when I learned about my name at the age of 18. And then I went to college in Pittsburgh. Dude, until you said choir, I totally forgot this. And thank you for doing it. You sung at my wedding. What? I sure did. Yeah. yeah. No, you did. What song did you sing? I don't remember. I, I sang. Was uh, I sang. It was. Uh, Super it was a, memorable, it was a, obviously. It was a folk. It was a folk music. The fact that tone. neither of you uh, remember no, it. No, you know <laughs> no, why no, I, I said, don't remember. It's from the trio album with like Dolly Parton and and Mary Lou, 
Do you remember what I started doing when you started singing? Emmylou Harris. What? And it wasn't what, because did, of your did singing? Did you cry? I did. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I do that. It wasn't because it of your singing. It, it was because of my singing and the other stuff. My kids think it's the funniest thing in the world. No, I literally, I, I didn't stand there and bawl like a baby. Like There's Steven. a video. Kid, but uh, no, I did. Single you were singing. Heavy while I was walking so, down the aisle. Dude, that's amazing. Like, you can be so vulnerable. I, yeah. It, John, it, it only happens I'm dying to know the song. Okay. The fact that neither of you can remember honestly says a lot. Listen, I thought about this the other day. Just uh, it'll one. come to me. No, no, the no. The only person who knows All is right. Noel. In 20 minutes when listening. it comes to you, just it, it'll, it'll come to me, and I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Okay. I'll let All you know. Right. It's All an right. amazing folk thing on the Trio 2 album with Dolly Parton. Stairway and to Heaven. No, right. no, no. no. Oh, Let's man. just pause for a minute, and I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. It'll come Stairway to Heaven. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, so you do a tour of Europe, and then you come yeah. back home, and you're like, wow, Garrett County is so small. So I went to Europe, and I came back a week before I moved to Pittsburgh for school. I went to Point Park University. Um, and lived in downtown Pittsburgh. Um, I got a scholarship for musical theater because I'm a singer and actor and performer. And I went to school and it was like, you know, so it was, first of all, it was like the first time I was ever around more than like one gay person, yeah, which was exciting and frightening. It got, it stayed exciting after like about a day. So then... I was there for a week, and I lived in the 22nd floor of this skyscraper in downtown Pittsburgh on Boulevard of the Allies, and I woke up one morning to go to my ballet class. I had never taken dance, and I had to wear these tights and this ridiculous outfit that was so humiliating, and I had to get up, and I went to class, and then we got to the door of the class, and they were like, it's dismissed, something's happened. And we're like, okay, so we get in the elevator and go back up. And I go to my television in my dorm room, and oh. it's September 11th. So we evacuate the building. Everyone has to leave. Everyone's screaming. And I was in my ballet costume. <laughs> so myself, five other guys, friends of mine, because it was a male ballet class, uh, go out onto the street at Boulevard of the Allies and Wood Street in downtown <laughs> Pittsburgh by PPG Plaza. In a dance belt, which is like a jock strap on steroids, <laughs> and black tights, and little dance ballet shoes that little girls wear, and like a white leotard. And I was not worried about the terrorists. I was like, <laughs> I, and then they were like, we have to walk to Oakland, which is like the town, like right up and go up yeah. the hill. So I, it took me two and a half hours to walk to someone's house in Oakland in my ballet costume. So, it might have been more that dangerous for you to walk to Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was. No, we all had to like stay together. Yeah, it was. It was a real. So anyway, it, that made me a man. Yeah. And here I am today. Wow. You know, we don't talk about that. The nine eleven stories. Like all of us probably have one. It's a. Mm -hmm. None of them are quite like that. that was no, just, no, no, not quite. Was, you win. It had its own <laughs> color and texture. You know, it was. <laughs> so how yeah. long after that did you stay in Pittsburgh or where'd you go next? I finished. I got my degree in Pittsburgh. Um, What's your degree in? Musical theater and opera performance. You know, Mike's a singer, too. I do. Dabble. We'll all be partying together on New Year's Eve. We can have a sing I can't off. wait. That's not about competition. It's about sharing it's literally about harmony. No, no, Mike, harmony. quite literally. Mike, Mike is very competitive. <laughs> yeah, I know. She took the loss so pretty well. Wow, though. You guys are both MFers, Mike Frotz and Mike Fenton. Yeah, just they so, are yeah. both motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! So I mean, guilty. This is an explicit <laughs> podcast. I got it. I can say fuck too. <laughs> okay, so he did it. Fuck. That is my favorite line. Buckety, when I, buck, buck. Every once in a while, somebody will be mfing me up and down, and I can I can't finally take it after a while. I'm like, hey, I can say it too. Watch this, and it kind of it really defuses the situation. Like if somebody's <clears throat> mfing me all day long, then I finally like, hey, check it out. I can say that too. Okay, we got that out of the way. What do you want to talk about now? That's, like, that's a good one. It, I'll it try that. Totally one my, man, sometimes it backfires and it makes it worse. But. Make it a more comfortable <laughs> situation with your wife. Yeah, don't try this at home. Try it at work. <laughs> what was that? Wait, what was that question you just asked me? Uh, after Pittsburgh, you graduated, oh, oh. and then, but how? Why do we say fuck? Hey, whatever. So then I left Pittsburgh, and then I moved to Baltimore for a hot second, and had the weirdest job. Where in ever. Baltimore? Where would you live? Um, I lived in Towson. Okay, I lived in Towson for a with while with my friend Blake for like a summer, and I got a job. Um. 
Okay, I think I have to tell a story that I've never really told anyone. Mm, nobody's listening. This, Trust is, me. Okay. this is the perfect <laughs> place um, to so tell So listen, it. so my first job... Oh, thank you. It's it's not... That's kind of Disney feeling. It's not going to be like that, but... um so, spooky music. So my first job at a... Does this involve the block? It's kind of like... That's right. Yeah, that's there the we right. Go. Okay, all right, all right, we're ready. Okay, I got two jobs very quickly. The first one was selling... Um, I went to this, okay, I realized it was like a pyramids game, but I didn't know that going into it. So it was, I sold credit card processors door to door for commission only with really sketchy people in downtown Baltimore. And one day I was like, hey, everyone wants Subway sandwiches. Okay, what do you want? What do you want? And then I left and never came back. Anyway, so that was that. (laughs) So then I had to find it. I had to find a job quickly. And so I had a friend, this guy that I was sort of dating and hooking up with or whatever they say. He worked at Six Flags Amusement Park, which was in Laurel, Maryland, I think. How far yeah, is- yeah, Six Flags in Laurel. Yeah. Okay. So it was on, off the Beltway. So I was like, okay, I can do this. So I got a job being the International Employee Recruitment Director, which really means drive a 15-passenger van to go pick up Russian workers that make nothing and bring them back to Six Flags and tell them how to do everything and teach them English, kind of. So, I had this employee van. You know foreign languages? Um, no, I, I just spoke English to them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you either get it or you with, don't. With, with yeah. like little, like, hold a spoon up and you say, <laughs> spoon. Yeah, here's, yeah, that's right. Tatanka. Yeah, it's, it's very basic, but you know, it, you can build it from there. Oh, yeah. It takes years, but you can build it from there. And so... I was just, you know, I was 21 years old. I was sort of, I probably was drinking too much and partying too much. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I had no priorities. So I just took this job and did it and thought it was fun. And, but, you know, I was living alone in this little apartment at that time. What part of Baltimore? Where's your apartment? My apartment was like outside of the theme park and like weird employee housing, which was just so depressing. I can't even tell you. So I wanted to get out at night and. My car had broke down, so I took the employee van, which I wasn't allowed to take out after midnight. I could drive it up to midnight, and I could go in town and to and from things if I needed to go to the grocery store. There was like a little written-up policy. Well, I took it into Washington, D.C. on New York Avenue to the gay club on, like, Friday night, right? Does it say Six Flags on the side? Um, No, it was very (laughs) sort of austere. It it didn't, and I I don't know why. Anyway. It was very incognito. I know it wasn't cool. You know, it wasn't like a hot car or anything, but I used it to get there and I came back. I did this twice, two weekends in a row. (laughs) And then like a month later, I get called to the like office. And then they were like, you know, people are going to come and see you in your office today and they need to interview you. And I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) Another job. Um, so like, am I getting, am I getting, you know, promotion? Um, it wasn't that. Uh, so these people came with like plastic <laughs> it's, handcuffs. It's the police. Okay. The fake police. That's it was loss worse. prevention in private <gasps> businesses. It's called loss prevention. But so it turns out I, I got, well, like, you know, on New York Avenue coming out of, of DC, you get tick, they get pictures of like, if you're oh, speeding. Sure. Yeah. so corporate six flags, the corporate office got this photo of me like going 15 miles per hour over the speed limit so then they had proof that i had taken it out you know that that time both times and so then they were like so you stole the van and i was like i didn't steal a van that's a nasty word i borrowed it i didn't do it no so so (laughs) it turns out but then they figured it out i actually had it it was sort of it was a gray area but they told me i couldn't have a job anymore so they were like, pack your things and da 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 da. Better than going to jail. And they, but, and they were like, thank you, Mike. Sorry, it didn't work out. And bubbity bubbity. And then I was like, okay. And they took me out to the entrance of the theme park in plastic zip tie <laughs> handcuffs in front of all the kids. Oh. And, um, I learned humility in that moment. And, then I was like in this disgusting parking lot in the middle of Laurel, Maryland, okay, with no, and then I, I was like, where's my cell phone? It was inside, so I had to call my friend Blake, and he had to come and get me, and he's like, they fired you from Six Flags because of the van? And I was like, I know, I just had to go to the club, and 
And you I know, can't believe they didn't understand. No, and so they settled it privately. Jerks. And I think I'm on a list to never ever be allowed in Six Flags ever again. <laughs> so we can't go together. Not can you go to New Jersey? Can you go to that Six Flags? Nope. I think it's. No uh, I wouldn't go back. If I, was I think it's the global. Oh my. Six Flags franchise. King's Dominion is way better. If anyone's listening from Six Flags corporate, <laughs> I want you to know that I'm really sorry, and I might come if you allow me to come to the. I wouldn't go. Probably not. It's gross, dude. Uh, what's the one in uh, Pittsburgh? Kennywood. Kennywood is way oh, better. Oh God, Kennywood. Yeah, Kennywood's great. They would love to have you. Did you go when you were in college? Like, is that? Did you guys do that on the weekends? Oh yeah, we did. And a lot of my friends were performers at Kennywood in the summer. Oh. And I went there. Okay, do you remember the Macroburst? I'm just hoping somebody from Kennywood is listening and sponsors this show. Do you remember the Macroburst thing that happened? I don't know. Okay, the, the Macroburst that happened down at the Spruce Forest in Grantsville. Oh, The yeah, same yeah, thing yeah. happened in Kennywood oh, and like broke thing. a ride. Yeah. Like the day, the last day I was there. So I never went back there too. Like recently or like 10 years ago? Oh, 20 years ago. What was the last <laughs> amusement park? <laughs> Have you been to an amusement park since Six Flags? Yes, all the Disney. Oh, good. Okay. Parks. Disney's amazing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, Dude, I, Universal, Six Flags Universal is in my past. Yeah. I mean, for roller coasters, it's in my wake yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Now, Fenton's about to get sucked into this world. You're going to take Lucy to Disney World. You're going to do it. Every dad does it. I've been waiting. Boring. I it's love so no. bad. No, no, no. We're, I'll get to do Universal, Universal too. I know. So it's much exciting. More fun, but, man. but the thing Universal is, is like, I used to go to Disney every year. We used to drive. Every year, because my grandfather, my great, my great God, grandfather man. had a house in the Keys, right? So we'd drive, Ooh, nice. stop there, and then go to the Keys, hang out with him. And uh, we stopped like 12 going. hours. I know. <laughs> <laughs> my family didn't get like to we, we, we were like professionals before cell phones. We had walkie talkies. We were like, pull over. We're getting gas, you know? And they would like switch. They would switch seats while brick driving. One nine, brick one yeah, nine. it was gnarly. Um, but, you know, Mandy said she'll, she'll never go to Disney World unless we have a kid. So now's my chance. So, how old is Lucy, though? It's 18 months. Perfect time. I was about to tell you the ride that you need to go on. Space Mountain. But I don't think Space 18 Mountain months is, is that. No, 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 is it still Avatar. there? What's Avatar? Avatar. That's a new one. It's incredible. So, yeah, since oh, they've done so some cool. of the new stuff, I have. Okay. Maybe that's my, when I was at Disney World 10 years ago, I don't know. Was it? Things have changed. It's pretty amazing down there. Universal Studios is awesome. I, it is really good. I, I that was my when we were in, down in Florida. Universal Studios was like they had the Hulk, and they had the dueling dragons. I like roller coasters, so that's yeah. why they had way. Have you been to Cedar coasters. Point? Nope. I just went over the summer. No, is that in Ohio? Yeah. Yeah. No. Does that I have that big drop right? Like when you go to the top and they drop you? Um. Yeah. They have a couple of those. They had one that was like a corkscrew and it took you up, but that was closed and it's never going to open again. But it, you oh. go up oh. <laughs> ever again. No. Literally, they, they got hit by a microburst. They decommissioned it because <laughs> people kept uh, getting injured. <laughs> it's really crazy, but you go straight up like ninety degrees and then you come down ninety degrees. And it's, but it's like a fifteen second ride. Oh. But anyway, it's done. They decommissioned it. Wait, guys. Guys, I just thought of something. The song from the no, wedding? Right after. No. Um, uh, oh, it was. Ave Maria. Feels like home to me. That, boom. That's feels it. Feels like home to me. Feels right. like home to me. Right. Feels like Never. I'm all way back where you I come up. from. Never heard it. I don't know that one. It's a. It, it's a feels Dolly. like. I can't sing, dude. Don't even try <laughs> so, Nice try. That was really Tiger Claw. Tiger Claw. Tiger phones are also good for recording vocals. So, listen, guys, this has to do with after I graduated college and amusement parks that's actually before the crisis at Six Flags. And that is, I worked at this place called Canopy Lake Park in New Hampshire. And it was how really, do you get to New Hampshire? Ninety-five. <laughs> Interstate. So when you're in school for theater, you audition for all these parks and everything, and all these performance groups. And so I auditioned, and I got this role for us like four, or four or six months in New Hampshire. It's about an hour north of Boston in Wyndham, New Hampshire. It's called Canopy Lake Park. It's owned by a private family, the Morrow family, I think. And so they needed a voiceover actor. For all their rides, and so I did it, and so it, it's still my voice is still on all the rides. So if you, so like the Star Blaster is like, thank you for riding the Star Blaster, uh -uh. and have a great day here at Canopy Lake Park. <laughs> yeah, 
This is Mike Fenton's dream right now. <laughs> so excited. So Colin DeBose actually. Can you like, say that again? I want to get that sample. <laughs> Colin DeBose actually Googled it recently and it was in like, or no, it was in like an Instagram video thing. My voice in the background, like, yeah, fasten your seatbelt, kids, or whatever. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I did them all. So my voice is like in this theme park. I haven't been to it in 20 years. You should go. Yeah, I should go back. You take a stranger there and be like, hey, this is a cool place. We can go hang out. Yeah. Your friend. Do you hear that beautiful voice? Is that voice? you? <laughs> so, do you hear okay. that sexy voice? <laughs> What's that sexy voice? So you've been around the world. You've traveled through Europe. You've got degrees in school. You've met more celebrities than I can even name. We just spent 10 minutes talking about amusement parks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was a real, those were crucial times in my life. Pivotal, pivotal moments. Like, I want to lead into uh, some of your celebrity sightings, your celebrity friends, whatever. And I was, we were talking about this right before you came in. And to kind of make fun of myself, it's funny. We were in New York, uh, Noel and I and the kids, probably right before COVID, so I don't know, 2019-ish, something like that, winter time. And you were working at a restaurant up there somewhere, and we we're going to come by and see you. But I really wanted to go to a restaurant called Black Tap. Man, I like Black Tap. It's awesome cheeseburgers. It's awesome milkshakes. If you're in New York and you like cheeseburger and a milkshake, Go to Black Tap. It's awesome, right? And Noel wanted to come see you at your restaurant. And I didn't have any nice clothes, and your restaurant was fancy, and I wanted a cheeseburger, so we went to Black Tap, right? Then we're at Black Tap, and if I remember right, you sent me a picture. You sent Noel a picture of you and Michael Jordan, who was at the restaurant where we should have been, so I could have met Michael Jordan, theoretically, but instead I got a cheeseburger. Yes, yeah, so... Um... I'm sorry it didn't work out, John. Uh, but, what so was I thinking? I worked at, the, the, the job I had then. I could have legitimately met no, no, Jordan that it, night. It's like, really hard to get a cheeseburger. So, I totally so get it. You probably sold cheeseburgers. <laughs> oh, we did. We had a great burger. Well, what did now, it was like $90, but, you know. It, what did Jordan eat? Like, does he get cheeseburgers? What does Michael Jordan eat? Um, he would bring his, like, a huge group of friends, all, like, some sports people totally and other and things friends. and a big big table they used to sit at table two i think it was in this giant booth I, the restaurant was called scarpetta it's in the nomad district of manhattan yeah um inside the james hotel and my knowledge of manhattan is i just walk around until i find cool places and go in I it's really a grid it's an easy grid just, man yeah, it's up and down around. so i he was one of the many celebrities that came in. I, I started working in celebrity nightclub restaurants in New York. And when, then once you're in that world, you keep just working in it. Did you meet Jay-Z? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Finn's about to start drooling. <laughs> Mike <laughs> no. has two so, people on his list. is Jay-Z and Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. He wants to meet him. Oh, God. I've never met J Dave Chappelle, but I would love I to meet him, too. I was this close. We, we literally bought tickets. <laughs> <No. laughs> Did you go to Black Tap? <laughs> no. Were you at Black Tap? No, we, we, screw so you, Dave Chappelle. Oh, I want a milkshake. It was 20, 2020, right before COVID. Like, we knew COVID was going on. It was, like, February or something like that. We bought, like, I, I bought, like, four tickets to go see Dave Chappelle. We hop in the car, drive all the way to South Carolina, right? And we're there, and I'm like, I'm, I'm just gonna, like we'll just see what happens. We go out to the bar afterwards, and I meet this guy sitting next to me, and he's like, yeah, I'm actually going to where Dave's at right now. I was like, I know I know the guy that rolls with him that does a sound for him. I'm like, sweet, let's go. Everybody was like, no, let's go back to the hotel. I'm like, no, 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 no. But I was the driver, uh, and everybody got outvoted, and we went back to the hotel. It was time, a good show. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, Don't it was acknowledge great. the other votes. Just yeah. do whatever you want to do. Yellow. Yeah, yeah. I'm democracy. like, oh, this is the way back tap. to the hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get the damn cheeseburger. Cool. <laughs> so, so instead, I met three bums and I bought a purse. <laughs> Where's Black so, Tap in? Uh, okay, so I'm looking at the map of New York, like South New York, and I don't know. When you go to that one, they always try to sell you purses and stuff when you leave. I it's think so it's in the Lower scary. East Side or right on the borders of Chinatown. When okay, probably Chinatown. Because when you're leaving there, like you leave and you go get your Uber, or whatever, it's every they time like, sell you you're like psst, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Come here, look at this purse. I'm like, I don't want a purse, but oh, because yeah, sometimes that's, if that's you go to the meatpacking district, they're like, be sure, cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. Oh yeah, no, we're out the kids with me. Yeah, John's like, never mind, I'll take the purse. No, but they do, and it's like it's that sawdust, not cocaine. Jesus, Joseph, why would I want that? Yeah. So, I oh. Here's a good celebrity story okay. that has to do with my family, too. So my family came to visit me, my grandmother, my great aunts, cousins, and uh, I brought them to dinner to the restaurant I was working in. It was called The Monkey Bar. It was owned by a group of celebrities and the editor of Vanity Fair 
It was a great job. I have the best friends that I met there. I love, I loved it. And I got to know Jimmy Fallon really well there. He came like regularly every Wednesday night after his show. And after he taped his show like at 5.30, so he'd come in at like 7, 7.30. And I just got to know him. He's really a great guy. He's fun and just very generous. And he's a big tipper to all the people. He's just great. And so I brought my family in at this big table and Jimmy came in with his with friends of his and a producer and just decided to come up to my family's table. And so here's my aunt Snooky, who's this amazing <laughs> her name's Snooky, and she's the first Snooky. If you're curious, she does live here. Yeah, yeah. She does. She lives <laughs> not, at Kaiser, not she New lives, Jersey. She lives on a farm at Kaiser's Ridge and she owns the uh friend stock yard, the livestock. Oh, yeah, and that's Snooky from Jersey Shore. This is no, a this is a different Snooky. Snooky. This is okay. the original Snooky. She friends with Jay This is farmhouse version. <laughs> what about the guy with the big hair? Paul E. D. What? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. So, <laughs> no, so my Aunt Snooky, she she goes to my grandmother, she goes, Sam, I know him. Have you seen him before? And, and Grandma's like, yeah, I, I, I think so. And then Jimmy goes over and says hi to everyone. Hi, uh, you know. <laughs> she was talking are, about Jimmy you, Kimmel? Jim, no, yeah. Jimmy, no, Fallon. no, no, no. Oh, she no. thought it was someone from Grantsville. <laughs> okay. It's Jimmy Fallon. She's like, I, no, and, and then my aunt Snooky, who's so sweet and so fun, she looks at Jimmy and she goes, I know you. I know I know you. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, Jimmy. And, and she's like, uh, you know, she acted like she saw him in town. And it was so sweet and innocent. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on TV. And she's like, oh, I knew that. Okay. And so... Then my grandma was like, Jimmy, it's my birthday. And he was like, oh, yeah, grandma? <laughs> and because he is, oh, my God, Jimmy, you are so sexy. My number is 202-615-2727, and I miss you terribly. Please message me. He's probably not who's listening to the show. No, probably not. not. Yeah. You're probably some random text messages. So I, probably he does live in is. Grantsville. My <laughs> grandmother, uh, he, he is in Grantsville now. He came home when COVID happened. <laughs> so, so... I so my grandmother's like it's my birthday and he was like okay stand up and grandma's like okay and he starts dancing with my grandmother in the middle of the bar Jimmy Fallon and then like twirled her like this and then smacked her on the ass grandma's a little teeny tiny lady too oh itty bitty yeah yeah teeny tiny well so he smacked her on the ass and she was like oh my god (laughs) and um it was wild and so then we were all laughing and howling. He treated us. He paid for everything. He sent us stuff over. And then he, there were a bunch of other celebrities there, like Regis Philbin and a bunch of other people. And uh, and all, and Pink was there. Anyway, they all came. Oh, hi, you're Michael's family. Oh, that's great. So I, these aunts and my grandmother and everyone, they, they had this amazing, cool, like one, once in a lifetime kind of thing. And the celebrities actually were there. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. And Grandma, to this day, you know, doesn't let anyone forget that her her butt was smacked by Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Go you, Nana. You probably could write him a letter and be on the show. He would probably, probably. bring her on and smack her butt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll, we'll consider it. He, he's yeah. going to have to get in line. <laughs> Did your grandma still live on Foxton Road? No, they sold that house, and now they live next to um, Schoolhouse Earth. Oh, okay. your grandma like your mom's mom? Mom's mom, yeah, she's, she's the so best. She's so cute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh wait, I no, didn't know best. that's who you were talking about. FYI, grandma still goes to clogging and dance classes and like goes to like all line dance classes like to all these like boot scoot and boogie and oh, these, like, Mike, you could yeah. go <laughs> that sounds like fun and it's so much fun she loves it so she's very active oh my god i love her I met her actually. Right, I took she, pictures of her house on Fox Den. Oh, you did. Yeah, oh, and I met her that's then. Right, that's right. And then I, I've seen her around a couple. She's a times. lot of fun. She is. Oh, yeah. a gem. She, she really. Thank you. She really, really is. She's special. Don't get on her bad side. I uh, would, yeah. would never. Nope. You want to be your friend. Yeah. 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 She's a tough lady. Oh, well, you gotta be. If yeah. You grow up oh, on the yeah. northern end. I'll, I'll never forget this. She like. This would never happen in today's world. But so on the school bus, like kids were these these couple kids were making fun of me. Like, you're a girly boy. It's like, yeah. Like, so is your mom. Like, uh. So, um, oh, yeah, I'm a girly a boy. Am I supposed to be ashamed, you little country bumpkin? 
Wait, I'm so glad you wait, said wait, country. So <laughs> why, you, you were riding, you were driving the bus, or what? no? Explain, I, I explain was a student. Mike, uh, some, <laughs> some of us grew up in the country, and we had to ride a school bus. Not oh, everybody, oh my god! Not everybody grew up in Jersey. <laughs> oh my god! We wrote. You know, John, your sister-in-law Malia, one of my best I was friends. Bring her up. She and I have. Unreal stories from our school bus time. She's we, our, one of our three <laughs> listeners, but she's definitely listening. Trauma, to Malia. Oh my god, I'm going to tell them all about the school bus. <laughs> and oh my god, we we used to joke that it's it's like the short bus that they had to extend yeah. and make long because there were too many of kids like us. And so they put all the special they put ones a on, the colorful on the back ones with on. Hay bales and <laughs> you guys to school. They no, yeah, no. This, it was no, it was held How together. Are we it was here? held together by chicken wire, but. <laughs> No, it. So my grandmother, I got off the bus one day and I was crying, and she was like, "What's wrong, Mikey?" And I was like, "This kid made fun of me, but it's okay." She makes the bus stop, climbs your, your, onto the your bus. Your mom did, or and, your no, my grandmother, okay. and she goes and reams this kid out, and the kid pissed himself on the on the bus, <laughs> pissed his pants. Talk about embarrassing. So, okay, I'm a girly boy, but you pissed yourself. I guarantee we on the know school him. bus. Oh no, he you left. Probably can't. No, they left. That whole oh, family left. Okay. They were ousted. Okay, after that, they were gone. Yeah. So, the people don't probably know this. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong. Where Mountain State Brewery is, there's a farm kind of right next to Mountain State Brewery, and that's where you grew up, right? I grew up one diagonal from it. The that farm across from Mountain State and our farm originally was a family farm three generations back. Okay. So I, I grew up on a farm diagonal from it, a cattle farm. Like where, but the same one, like the one I'm talking about, or a no? Different so that area? one's the friend farm where they raise hogs and and have turkeys and sell turkeys for Thanksgiving. And right next to it is my dad's. Well, where'd you catch the bus? Because they lived uh, no, I only lived at, on Marshall. Road. So yeah, we would they'd pick me and my brothers up first, and then stop at the Oak Grove Church at, uh, at Crabtree Bottom Road. Isn't that it, Malia? Yeah. I'm so glad I mentioned Crabtree Bottom Road. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> oh my God, where we got our start. Okay. Uh, my wife grew up on a road. Crab my wife and sister-in-law and Mike's best friend grew up on Crabtree Bottom Road, which is about a mile and a half from yeah, here. That's a whole that's a whole joke because it's like Crabtree Bottom, ha ha ha. You know. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> did you love growing up on a farm? Like, how did you feel about that? Um, because so, you went professionally in a totally different yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you're not uh, a farmer. No, no. So, so I, I outsourced. He just, play, he just plays one. I outsourced a lot of that to my brothers. Um. Zach, go kill I, the kid. I, when I was younger, I wanted to like run away. I actually like would present my mom with like, so mom, I found this private school. It's only eighty thousand dollars a year, and it's <laughs> and it's in like Denver. Can we do it? Like I know. So, but anyway, I tried to get out, but actually, I love later in life, especially after college and when I was in New York City, especially, I like really grew to appreciate it. Like where I was from and how special it was and how unique of an upbringing I had, even though it was d really different than most people that I was running into. And so I loved growing up here. And now, now, until like three or four years ago, I wouldn't have ever considered coming back home yet. I thought I would retire here at like age 68 or 70 or something. I thought I would come home then. <clears throat> and so that changed with uh, the global meltdown the panning. of the, of the COVID-19. And so I came home. Uh, temporarily so to speak i thought i was going back to new york in two weeks okay that didn't happen um oh that i remember now okay i remember you so that might be a good thing we just talk about i remember your trip from new york to here was so, quite a mess right oh my gosh so yeah it for was, covid yeah that's why you're here i forgot so you came home for covid and yeah, never left so but i mean like did you just say i have a place we can go during quarantine like why did you no, get so, up and go no so we i lived um with my best friend colin and his girlfriend at the time danielle and their daughter lucy in a apartment hey, mike, in mike and i met lucy's mom the other day yeah yeah danny she's the best she's a fa was a fashion designer in new york for like yeah. 25 years and so now she's a fashion designer from accident <laughs> so um I, I could use some help call me yeah yeah, no, yeah he could <laughs> he really could so i i was we were i had an a job that I was getting into downtown and was going to be hired to be the manager, but I was just sort of shadowing some people at the time. I was just starting at this job. I got it on January 15th mm. of 2020. And so March 15th of 2020, we left like for COVID. So on March 12th was my birthday. We had a little birthday cake and everyone was like, don't go on the trains. 
oh my god, Joker, you can't go across the, you can't go to the city. And I'm like, oh, shut up. So I would get on the train. I mean, I just thought, what are you talking about? Like, it's New York. Like The very beginning of COVID. Yeah, very, very, very beginning. And everyone was like, oh my god, the hospital's shutting down. It was just, there was sort of a crazed thing. And then there were people ignoring it, like me. I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, everything's fine. So then we were told to go home from work one day. And I went home and I had my birthday thing the next day. And then on the 15th, I got a I got a phone call from a relative, a distant relative of mine that uh, that I can't mention, but works in like Pentagon type of work and just had his ear to the ground about a few Super things. Super top secret. And he was, yeah, so, so he said... <laughs> his he name's like, James. He called and said, Fun. yeah, James, Mr. James. So he said, get out of Manhattan. And I was like, oh, it's fine. He was like, no, you need to leave like today. And so I was like, okay. So I actually went in to get things that I had in the city. And when I went in that on like the 14th, it was like desolate streets, like no cars. There was no people around. I'm like, this is weird. And then like um, town cars were like pulling up to stoplights. And I, one guy rolled his window down because I was asking him a question. He goes, they're going to shut down the bridges. <gasps> and I was like, <gasps> Martial law. (laughs) We have to go. You know. So anyway, so I went back home and I'm like, we have to make a plan. And we were trying to think about renting a car. And so we called all the rental car companies in Manhattan on the 14th. No cars. Not in one. Not in New Jersey. Not two hours away in New Jersey. Nothing in Staten Island. Nothing south of there. It was like we were stranded. And um, Amtrak was filled up. So we couldn't get a ticket there. So we were, it was kind of getting. Probably not what you want to be on during COVID, but. Yeah, yeah. So what? <laughs> not what you don't want to be on Amtrak no. during the day no, one. No, probably of COVID. not. But it was to get out of the city. We thought, okay, and we'll just wear hazmat suits <laughs> and like go to DC. I don't know. I'm so trash just pull your shirt up. Like so this then I get fine. a phone call from my buddy Nancy Raley, who was actually going um, through outside of New York City on this other t- road trip she had planned, and she's coming back through, and she's like, I can go over the Brook- Brooklyn Bridge and come and get you guys. And we're like, okay. So we pile into her like midsize SUV. Me, Colin, Nancy, Lucy, Danielle. We were all in her car. Then we went on a road trip back home. And uh, she was getting worked on on her house. So we stayed in Hagerstown eventually. And we stayed there for like a month until we could get back home. And I didn't want to be near my family because I was in contact yeah. with everything in New York. Next to the hospital, we found out that the epicenter it, where it was the epicenter, like ground zero for COVID. So then, we event a month later. We eventually got home. And then I, I've lived in five places now in two years. So with little little ring around the rosy of houses, <laughs> because this you, apartment's for rent if you need a spot. Yeah, I know. We I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that. Like <laughs> there's, there's, there's a couch, there's a couch live, in the way. I can room. live in just that room. I don't even need to be in here. Okay. So um, yep. My apartment in New York wasn't that big. So. That so it brought me home, and then I like, and then it's like you know when, you know when it, it, I had to stay here and th- and just be comfortable with it and not think about the next thing. There was no job I was going to. There was no next thing, and so because of having to kind of sit through it, it was like okay. And then I started going, oh, I can live here. I can do this, and so that's kind of what happened. And here I am, and I don't think I'm leaving. What do you miss the most mm. other than food? In from New York City, yeah. my friends. So, like, it, it, a, a little, to explain, it's not just friends. So, when you're in New York, a lot, it's a lot of people go there, a lot of people that are different, or they're sort of a black sheep in their family, or just a lot of people that are sort of independent, and they all go there. So, when you have a friend in New York City, they don't have family, usually. Like, we don't have family members nearby. So, you really take your friendship seriously, because they're what you have. So, there's a whole energy of there with, like, and closeness and loyalty and friendship that's really special, and I do miss that. And they're they're lifelong friends. So it's not like can't be friends from here. It have was you, right after I graduated college, uh, so probably two thousand, maybe two thousand one, two thousand two thousand one. I got offered a job with Health South in New York, and I can't remember if it paid paid like sixty or eighty thousand a year, right? And I was like, whoa! And I go home and tell my dad, I was like, dude, I'm gonna be rich. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, man, I got a job with Health South in New York for sixty grand a year, and he's like, okay, let's do the math. I don't think I could have lived. Like when you oh, actually, definitely not. I wouldn't have had not. a car. Like when you're you, in poverty, if you make a hundred a year, it, yeah. it makes no sense. Like I, yeah. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be so rich. We well, did the math, and I was like, 
dad, can I borrow 20 grand? Like, I mean, it was like, I wouldn't have been able to make it. Yeah. My last apartment rent that I paid that I had on my own was 3750 a month. Wow. You ever see that guy on You could see the whole thing standing in one place. For 3,700 a month. Mm -hmm. Does that at least include utilities? Yeah, it did. Coffee oh, was okay, okay. Well, that's the that. saving yeah, grace. You got, yeah, you yeah. made it sound like uh, it had know. nothing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is not cold in there. <laughs> you, you there was only two light bulbs and a little tiny, like, little <laughs> tiny. But fan. you had internet. Let's not be yeah. dramatic. Well, there's those <laughs> things you use when you're camping. The sterno pot. Here, here's your heater. I had a sterno. <laughs> I did have a sterno. <laughs> so you're not going back. You don't miss it. Like, no, have you I visited? Mean, um, I've gone back twice to get my things out of New York, yeah. and I will, I will go back. <laughs> Your and, shoebox full of yeah, stuff. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just leave it. It's it was me like, and this sterno it have was, history. It was definitely like three <laughs> shoeboxes. Okay, it, it was a real effort. The the place I moved out of was like a four floor walk up, and oh. so we had to move. The, it, and it was so hard. I don't out. know New York, but I like it. Um, I think we're probably going to go this winter. We like to go up there and watch and play with the kids and walk around and do all that kind of I stuff. I love it. It's uh, so much fun. I, I learned, I can't imagine having not been there now that I did it. Yeah. I learned, it, it makes you like get over yourself real quick. You know what I mean? It, I think I'm too old now. I think you got to do it when you're young. Like, <laughs> to I get over yourself. You should try it, John. I'm still, I'm still working on that. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, so it's so fun. <laughs> The oh, fact gosh. that you chose cheeseburgers means you yeah. <laughs> black tap. That's black tap and therapy. Yeah. Did, uh, did I tell you Noelle's going back to get her master's degree in family therapy or marriage counseling? Awesome. I know a lot of my problems these days. I, oh, I, I know oh, she needs it. Oh, um, it's just just for personal reasons, just for us. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be her. Only, I'm, yeah. I'm her only client. She's probably going to have to get her PhD. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's probably gonna have to work in like clinical studies. <laughs> what I was meaning was, I yeah. think I'm too old to live in New York now. Like people just get on my nerves too bad. Like uh, when I was when I was 20, I loved being around people. Now at nine o'clock, I like to go to bed. It's just kind of weird. Like I might have passed that stage of my life. I don't want to live somewhere where I can't ride a four wheeler. That sounds ridiculous, but if I can't ride a four wheeler, maybe the well, beach. you could have a four wheeler in Manhattan. <laughs> It would be yeah, it would. Fine. All the wheels would be stolen, and they take the metal, and it, yeah. You would. You couldn't keep it. Yeah. You could yeah. have it. You could have it there yeah. for thirty <laughs> seconds. No, so uh, you know, I was just thinking on my way over here. So, because it's snowing outside and the roads got slushy, so one of my like pet peeves that I have or that really irritates me is like, and is like when people are like, Mike, it it's snowing. Outside, like it's cold and wet. The roads, oh my oh. god! And they have this whole thing, and it's overwhelming to them. And they, it's like new to them, and they've lived here all their lives. And they have snow tires on the car, and an SUV, here. and a four by four. And it's like, okay, like you know, it, it's it's this is what happens for like months and months and months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get ready. I dig it. I look forward to the challenge. I like driving. Do you do Me you too. ski? Because your brother and your dad does your dad ski? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We all ski. Okay. Do you, so you did you get a pass? Am I gonna run into yep. you on the slopes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a pass? <gasps> yeah. Yeah, and guess what else I did? What? I got a pass. I got an unlimited pass or whatever. Yeah. And I'm going. I went into the ski swap. Yeah. And I got skis. new boots. Well, used Ooh. new boots and skis. They're gonna come in handy. And yeah, I need those. <laughs> and yeah, I'm back into it. So because living back home now, I wanted to like, you know. Take part in things like be active, yeah, and all the seasons and do things, and that's how you're happy here. Like that, I think that's 100%. your big difference. And you, you like, have to make that effort. I think that's your big difference. And I'm I'm totally guessing. I guess when you live in New York City, you walk outside. There's a thousand things going on here. Here, you have to make yourself do it. Like I'll I'll catch myself getting that routine. I'm like, oh, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because I haven't done anything. <laughs> you know, you just have to make yourself do. Stuff. Yeah. So like in the spring, I really want. I have all these friends that are kayakers. You know, and I really want like someone to. I've been out. I'm gonna learn how to do it too. Times. I've never done it. Yeah, I really want to get into it. So that's my thing. In the springtime, we should challenge summer. Jesse to King of the Yak. I think we could beat him. Oh, yeah, he, I would, so he he's gonna be my. We, <laughs> he's gonna he, he's gonna train me at our time. Me. Subtract our times from ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> if we time and use plastic handcuffs for the treat. Wait, you guys. I had this mental note. What was that thing? What was the thing? The not salty question? Yeah, Kristen? no, not that that one. You just answered it, but she forgot to ask you the question. I, I have um, I have another one, though. I have another one, though. I love talking about pet peeves because I have at least seven. 
currently. Are you someone that in the moment? Mike, feel free to turn the. You can ask her questions too. I have another one. Yeah. All right. What are you salty about? Like. Whenever, hold on, hold on. Let Kristen ask you first. Yeah. Kristen, on every podcast, how did you, you not so pick up with this? On every podcast, there's a question you like to ask our guests. What would you like to ask Mike Frotz? Just ignore everything, John. Yeah, I, I will. <laughs> Who? Um, what are you not salty about? Or what are you salty about? Um, so it's basically, I try to explain this so, to, to like describe how profound. This is for me. So, you know when, like, people flash their lights to show that maybe the police are behind, like, it happened to me on the way here. On the road. So listen. Were you behind me on the way here tonight? Somebody did it. Yeah, it was me. So well, Thank I, you. Thanks for the warning. So, you know, that that's like a warning thing. So, there's, I think there, you, there's a lot of ways you can split up people and personalities in life, type A and type B, da, 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 da. But I think there's two types of people in the world. The ones that will flash the lights and warn you. And the ones that won't, because they're like following the rules or whatever the real, hell. Real, okay. real quick, I just want to tap in because there's I, there's another one called the the shopping cart what? test. What? There's two types of people: people who put their shopping cart back and people who don't. And the if, if the and and hold on before you answer, let us tell what they do. Okay. I put mine but, back. But, I yeah. put mine back. Oh, I put mine it's back. A, it's a real like a little I, journey I go on at the, the whole, end of my the whole. Theory. I like to hop on it and ride it down the parking lot while I'm putting it back. That's another person, I guess. <laughs> no, I, I try. I try and get in and then get out. Before <laughs> I if I you don't do believe me, this is legit. <laughs> I will hop on the back and ride that thing through Walmart parking lot. I will do it every time. But anyway, go go on with the with the flash. I, I, oh, no, so I flash my lights. Yeah, me too. So I I absolutely do too because okay, so so I've met a few it's people. The right thing to do. That, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because if if the goal is to make people safer, if the goal of the police officer is to make people slow down and abide by the law police officers should want you to do that too he doesn't want to pull you over no more than you want to get pulled over and, well they have to meet quotas well that you know what i i have heard uh, one of my friends at wvu she did that for one of her research projects for one of our journalism classes <gasps> is it not and legit it's she said it's not legit there's no that's what she I said she so. said that they 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 took all the tickets in morgantown and they like did the number of tickets throughout the month and it didn't get any bigger towards the end of the month as they tried to like fill a quota why don't we just ask they always tell the truth yeah, they must. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Wait, true. No, I think I was like, okay. um, Q. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they always there, tell the that's truth. the one. Okay. That's what I was like. Well, I have to believe this day and age that <laughs> Kristen, you are probably right. There's not. There's no way they wouldn't have got busted. Like you can't not. At some point in time, in, in, in 2022, whatever this is, somebody would have been video recording a conversation with their captain being like, get yeah. the quotas. Nobody's yeah. ever done that, I, at least I, not that I've seen. You guys, I have a, a thing on my mind I want to ask you guys. Okay. Oh. We're ready. So, you first. When it comes to, I, so I, so I like, I'm exercising. I try to practice in my life when it comes to subjects like politics or anything like that. I talk about them freely and easily. I don't get offended by it at all. Like it's not a subject that makes me mad at people. I could, I, if you have an opinion, I don't. Okay, there's two types of people. Just in case you didn't. There's know. only there's two. You're one. You're yeah. one of those so, other types. Yeah, and they're, and they're rare. But uh, so you know, basically, I like when it comes to voting. If if someone doesn't exercise their vote, like in our republic, and the whole, do you think that? And, but they bitch and moan. Oh, and they have so many opinions about everything. Do you think that maybe? What do you think about people that don't vote and refuse to, but then talk all day long and put on Facebook constantly about what they think about? How politics? do you know they didn't vote? Well, the, the ones that say they don't I don't vote, like you I'm post- the, they didn't post the sticker on their. Oh, no, yeah. they, or like, you know, people oh, do protest vote. Like I, it's gonna be this person anyway. So uh, why does it even matter? That kind of thing. Yeah. Which I I've right. had those moments in my life. Okay. I've I've felt that way. Sometimes. Before we get too far into this. That's me. You're talking about me. Well, I, you didn't vote, I don't, but you still I, complain. No, no, I don't yeah. complain about it. I don't complain about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, I I didn't vote this last this last. I definitely vote election. in the in the presidential one. I didn't vote in in the last one because I do feel that my vote doesn't do anything in Garrett County. I do feel that way in Garrett County. Like honestly, the whole county, other than your local officials, I do feel like my vote doesn't matter. 
think I disagree. Every vote matters. I think it. I think it matters because that speaks. I do think it matters. Not to change the election, but it matters to show how you feel about something. Right. I mean, I I totally agree with voting and I definitely go to like the presidential voting and like I do feel strongly about certain things. So, but I will say this last election cycle, I wholly unmotivated to vote. I just don't like complainers. Like, uh, if you're going to complain, yeah, Yeah. no, like like, provide a solution maybe or just we can all complain. There's a million things I don't like, but I'm sitting here complaining about it all. I did. So, what I did. This past, you know, sometimes with this past election, (laughs) I did go in and vote and I really thought about it and took it seriously. And I looked into all of them. And just as a general statement, I will say it's going to blow people's minds, but I voted all over the map. I mean, I voted for people in each party. I wrote in a couple, which I'm going to tell you (laughs) who I wrote in. Plug. Um, So, you know, but, but basically it was just like, I just did it as a thing, and, you know, people were in there, like, real, like, and it's like, people, get over, I mean, get over yourself. Like, there were people in there, like, watching you, like, like I'm going to fill out two ballots or something extra oh, for somebody, whatever. Anyway, so I wrote in three candidates this <laughs> The time. Deer Park Volunteer Fire Department. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote in uh, my friend Susan O'Brien for the Board of Ed of oh, Garrett County. She would we be so good. She'd be wonderful. Yeah. She's an excellent choice. I'd, fan. Yeah, I'd vote her to be president of the United States. They put a plug States, in for her little school. It's a yeah, yeah school. She, so Susan and her daughter, Caitlin, have the Sylvan Learning Center. And Susan is a decades-long career in, in ed, being an educator. And she she'd be a perfect candidate for it. So... Susan, maybe you could run, but now we have four then, listeners. Then <laughs> I wrote in. I I wanted to write in um, the clerk of court for Garrett County, and I just thought I had a little rolodex in my head, and I just went around and I decided to put Martin Heiss. Mm. Yeah, I just thought, you know what? I mean, very honest, ethical. He would do it. There'd be no strings attached. There's no agenda. Martin would be great. And then the comptroller of Maryland. Like you're pointing at me. Don't put me that way. <laughs> I didn't do it. They put this list out. They put this list That's, out. I was okay, just about great. to ask. Yeah. They do publicize do. this on the internet. So, so then, Susan and Martin know that you that there were votes yes, cast in I their did, favor. I did. Let but them it doesn't know. say who voted for them. <laughs> no, but I mean, can you imagine pulling up that page and you see your name? You would die. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. Oh, the, and then the comptroller of Maryland. I put I my cousin vote. Kelly, my oh. cousin Kelly Frotsgrove, because she's good with numbers. Okay, that's what you should. You should write John in next time. You don't feel like voting. Just write him in for every category. <laughs> right? That's what he does. Anytime we have to vote on something serious, John puts the dumbest people. Well, you know, like I don't know, Donald Duck needs a chance. <laughs> so, what what was that other question you were going to ask me? I, I well, I, I, the thing we said the two types of people with politics. I'm the third type. I just watch The Simpsons. Like I get so tired. I, I notice I'm so much happier. Like. Uh, I, I, I to caught, write in Homer Simpson. <laughs> I, I might as well. But uh, in the 2008, 2009, like real estate crisis or whatever, things are going on, I went home and I was glued to the TV and I was watching what this guy said. And I was watching what that guy said. Yeah. And at the end of the day, what I thought didn't matter. I mean, you know what I mean? I was I was finding myself being mad. I was like, oh, man. Work I want, yourself up. I want this guy to win and that guy to win because if McCain wins, the real estate market will be great and whatever. And I just didn't know. You know what I mean? And I've just found myself in a bad mood all the time. So then I started watching The Simpsons, and I was much happier. What a neutralizer that one is. I mean, I might need to dial that back. I probably do need to watch the news a little bit more I, than I, I do. I don't watch but... TV and, and news about that at all. If I want to no, know I... something ab- about something, I find it out, and I well, go that's, read I think it. between The Simpsons and South Park, you're totally covered. You definitely oh, have an idea of what's going you on. You definitely know what's going no. on. No, I was going to say, I mean, for the most part, like, I, I just, I ask people whose opinions I find to be valid you know if i if i i don't i don't like seek out try your best not to seek out confirmation bias right like don't ask but somebody that's who's what you're doing you. you're you're you asking people pretty. Yeah, yeah, of no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, John. No, it's like it's like I asked my who's the best dad in the world, honey. You are, of course. Thank you. <laughs> you know, yeah. Right. No, you're exactly right. Yeah, but it's not just not just because of what they have to say, but like just ask them because you think that they genuinely spend a bunch of their time. Some people love doing that. I don't particularly love watching the news point. and being in. Involved. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't either. I, I've totally changed. But I do vote. So you're, has anyone good for you? Has you anyone should. ever gone to a psychic? No, <laughs> yeah, I, I wish. I really want to go. Listen, there's a, a psychic. That'd be a great show. Do you know one? I would love to. Hear no, what I know. Go. I would like. Is there any psychics out there that would not charge me and uh, allow me to come and <laughs> see them? <laughs> hey, I'll um, pay for it if we know the psychic, show. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I, I just think this. A psychic years ago told me some things, and they all came true. 
like over decades. And it, it's just, it, it's wild. It, yeah, but why would you want to know? This psychic told me, no, but it was like very, this psychic was a, a little old lady. It's self-fulfilling. It's like, you'll be happy one day. This woman, said, like, this right. woman said to me that Ew. I would move back to the farm before I was the age of 40. That happened. She said that to me and I went, you're crazy lady. Because I'm going to be married to some handsome doctor man. I'm going to live in or Manhattan. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy, those biceps are Turns amazing. Out. Yeah, he is built is he like buff? a brick shit house. Is you wouldn't he? believe it. No oh my god. Shit. Yeah, if you, he looks like you know, like he wouldn't be, but he is rock solid. Okay, good for mm. him. He picked. He used to pick me he, up. He's starting me around. He used to pick you up. He's looking. He's looking sadder these days. Like mm. on his show, he just he look. It's like you yeah. know, he's just looking sadder. Yeah, I'm asleep by ten o'clock. I don't know. So I mean, I, I catch the clip. I'll tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the comedian that made fun of Deep Creek? Who's that guy? Uh, uh, can we can uh, we just say screw you, buddy? I don't even know. That yeah, guy he's is. actually brilliant and really funny, and he probably just rented one of those shitty rentals and not the nice one. Yeah, he probably just didn't call us. Okay, come he on. He should have listened to this should podcast. Have really and had a vacations. Good time. Yes. Tiger called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, did he? Did he? Did he? Not, did he rent from us? No, I don't know. I'm just saying maybe. That'd we should be embarrassing. No, I think. <laughs> totally let's you not know what I'm thinking. I have a new. I have a new theory. So, so his name is Ari Shafir, and he's this up and coming, really famous comedian. Well, that, Ari, if you want some good publicity, come on this show. We will pump yeah, you out. Ari, we would love to have people. you, and you could say anything you want. We'll put you up in this nice little apartment. So here. He's friends with Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, there you go. And Mike. and so he has just a lot of different followers, and he's coming up in the world of entertainment and celebrity. And somehow he found Deep Creek Lake. So and I think I know how, though. Okay. So I posted a thing on on Facebook. It's all your fault. That said, I, and, uh, <laughs> 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 I did it. No, I posted. We have I, so much good publicity these days. When he that said guy. that, when he when I found out he said that, I tagged Jeremy Renner, who we know has been coming yeah, around yeah. recently, and I said, Jeremy, tell tell Ari what you think of Deep Creek Lake, and I tried to get people to. But then I was like, wait, Jeremy Jeremy Renner does rent a place wherever, and he brings a bunch of people with him. And what if he probably brought Ari Shafir? Oh. Uh, well, no. So, so Jeremy's Jeremy stays staying, in one of our houses. No, no, he stays with a. Somebody that he knows on the production, a, a they own yeah. a home here. Oh, I know the house. It's yeah. a nice house. Yeah, he's not renting though. He doesn't like that house. He's crazy. Okay, I thought he brought him here, and then maybe that's why Jeremy no, didn't he, get back to my message. No, he's staying with someone from production, and they own a house here, so they can come as much as they want. And that's why they were coming like every other weekend. So I wasn't there. I wasn't at the Honey Honey the night Jeremy Renner was there. So, but a million of people were texting me pictures of them with Jeremy Renner. And at first I was like, nah, it's just a dude that looks like him. <laughs> guys, I know. I was like, you guys are all going to feel so stupid tomorrow morning. <laughs> it was unbelievable, though. No, like, I was, I was, was out legit. that night. I bumped into all <laughs> were those you there? people. No, I wasn't. I was Where at Black was Bear. <laughs> I was at Black Bear 45 minutes before falling asleep outside on a bench. Oh, oh you did? Yeah. Did you fall asleep because like fr- you, you were tired? <laughs> no, I felt. I ran into you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The service bar at Black Yeah, Bear. I was doing my best to play oh. it cool because I usually don't run into work people. But I was I hadn't drank in a while. I was hammered. I had not, I had not met Mike before and we officially met each other in that moment. I was and we just had this whole talk and the I next I think we day, talked for like an hour. Oh yeah. yeah. By the service bar at Black Bear, yeah, which yeah. is an elegant little spot. It is, because it has the golden pipes. <laughs> it's the golden pipes. <laughs> You guys, it has the golden the ch- pipes are there. The and you were so drunk, you passed out outside? I, I had to go lay down. Yeah, I didn't know what happened. It was the craziest thing. How'd yeah. you? So you woke up at home? No, I woke up on the bench. Mogi was like, let's go. Oh, oh Mogi was here. Was yeah, Mandy out Mogi. with you? Yeah, it was just me and Mogi, and Mogi's the guy. I got to, like, prepare myself for when he comes Mogi? to town. <laughs> yeah, was Mogi. Mandy out with yeah, you? Yeah, no, it was just me. Oh, it was just guys. Yeah. Uh, Mike has a friend named Mogi. Yeah. Um, you apparently met him that night. I don't know. I've oh, never met him. I don't know if you did. Yeah, he was. I, I he only was busy saw playing. You, Mike. He was busy playing foosball. He must not like the gold pipes. No, nah, he was. He was. He saw me talking to Rayleigh people. He was like, "I'm not fucking." I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I don't want to talk about real estate. Get yeah, out of yeah. here. So the Jeremy Renner night though, that was somebody's wedding or something. One of our yeah, it was uh, Brent, Brent Houseley's yeah. um, wedding or bachelorette Lord, party. Aubrey, or yeah, it was her bachelorette party. But uh, so that was legit him. Like it was. Oh yeah, like, and he's been here a whole lot more. I saw him at the Honey one night. I saw him at Silver Tree. I saw him See, a bunch of places. See, we need more of that stuff. That'd be great. Yeah, it was and awesome. Tell your friends. Tell Cameron Diaz to come down. Yeah, so I don't have their numbers anymore. They change frequently. <laughs> okay, <laughs> real frequently, and then they don't tell you they changed. Oh, so I don't yeah. know if I should take that personally, but. So we're, we're okay, right so at an hour, and we're having. What's your best Honey story, yeah, though? Yeah, I was gonna say we'll get that last oh, one in. Oh, Honey it's an story. Hour already. Wow. Um. 
my best Tony story is probably, I mean, my, yeah, my best Tony story is I made out with a guy in that little kid's um, ship. Ship, yeah. Inside of there. because The lower level then. Like you were in the basement of the ship. Below deck. Yes, I, I remember feeling there was definitely wood chips. And, um, so you were barefoot. There were no children around, and it was a private moment I shared with a guy named, um, don't know his name, but. That's good. It was fun, and I felt real wild. Yeah. I think I was like 22, and I was like, oh, yeah, Garrett County, when I made out with a dude in the kids' ship thing, all right? Yeah, I'm so sketched out by that ship to begin with. Because <laughs> I've heard a lot of really horrible yeah, sexual I knew the kids stories. would keep away. Well, I knew the kids would keep away. So. I'm assuming this wasn't at two o'clock in the afternoon. But uh, <laughs> so my kids, we've luckily they've grown, my kids are getting older now. They don't play on that ship as much anymore when we go there. But uh, they, when they were little, they loved that ship. Okay, and at two o'clock in the afternoon, that ship may be kind of fun. What happens at two o'clock in the morning? Everybody you know pees in that ship. Like I would, yeah, I did yeah. not. It's, oh like God, my it's kids would come there. I would, I would like, get out. No, get, get it. Put your shoes on. <laughs> Damn it! So, I was, so Lucy knows. I tried to get her. She was like, "I'm not touching that ship." She good, didn't want to go for near Lucy. it. Good for Lucy. Oh. Good for Lucy. Guys, I feel. I feel regretful now. Oh, don't worry about it. It was I mean, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Don't regret that. Makes it extra It might wild. have been before they started peeing in it. It was before COVID. You're fine. No, people yeah, yeah, peeing that's in right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been peeing in it since 88. <laughs> Whenever that ship was christened, it was christened. 20 years ago, that ship was authentic. Authentic uh, pirate. Wait, hey, apparently they used to have a different elephant. They used to have a different elephant. They replaced the elephant. Yeah, and you could climb in the middle of the night without any. Oh no, his ear broke off or something. You could climb on top of it, or like there was some. They used to have a different elephant. I've climbed on top of that elephant. I don't remember who told me. No, no, no. There was a different elephant than the one that's there, and I can't remember who was talking. Oh, you know, it was maybe it was Susan Bell. I feel like there's a big birthday coming up this year that. If we didn't talk about, oh, she'd probably be so happy we didn't talk about it. But I feel like we should. So Malia, my sister-in-law, she's got this thing on Facebook where if you tag her on a picture, she has to approve it before it comes yeah. up. Uh-huh. I do the same thing. I love you, Horn Cat. This goes to you. I love you. That's her nickname. Anyway. Yeah, I don't. Her parents might be listening. That's not. It's fine. They know all about it. Anyway, <laughs> what? wonderful. Uh, Back to two listeners. I can't remember <laughs> whose big birthday is it this year. Who? What is it? Big. Yeah, I think it's a special. Four decade hmm. marker birthday because I have it too. No way, she's that old. Um, n- around it, <laughs> and I, I think it's a feeling, not marked Wait, by you, numbers. You turned forty. I turned forty first. I thought you just said you were thirty eight. I'm thirty nine, oh, okay, and okay, and okay. I turn forty March twelfth at ten thirty five p.m. Mm, I love I it. No idea what time of day I was born at. Mm-mm, no idea. I honestly eight fifty seven. What? In the morning or the evening? You got you got to know that Mike. stuff when you fill you out have birth a lot charts. In common, There's Mike. two types of people in yeah, this world. March you 6th. know when you're born. <laughs> when you don't know. I know. I knew it. I know. Mike and I are so. Do you have the same? Do you have the same star sign? Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Anyway, Pisces sun, Pisces moon, Aries Pisces rising. Moon. Oh my God! What? Fuck yeah, dude. No way. Mm-hmm. No. Way. John and I both are like, ooh. No fucking way. (laughs) I know, I know. Don't worry about it. January 28th. Sun, sun, moon, and rising (laughs) is is part of your chart. I'm a Libra rising. Can you read mine? I'm Aries rising. I have a book book at home. I don't want to do it. I'm asking you to do it for me. (gasps) Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. (laughs) (laughs) Before I start showing all my cards. We're going to say Thanks, uh, happy birthday, Malia. Happy, happy big birthday, Malia. I love you. Happy birthday, Mike. Hope you're we're going to celebrate and, uh, together. Mike Frotz, man, put a little plug in for yourself. If you are yes. looking to buy furniture in the Deep Creek Lake area, give you a call. Yes, please Stop do. Stop by the store. Stop by Rayleigh Design Furniture Store on 42 in Friendsville. And read the mic drop in the Lakefront yes, magazine. Yes, oh. I also mm-hmm. I am a columnist. We didn't talk about that. I am the columnist back. in. Uh, uh, For the Lakefront magazine, I do a column called Mic Drop and one on Unsung Hero each month and the feature story with my friend Colin DeBose. Please, you're at the bottom of the list, but he'll call you soon. Interview me (laughs) one day. Can you interview me for that? That'd be great. Hello. And you're starting a YouTube channel. Just hit the mic, uh, hit the music mic. It's also called the Mic Drop. Well, uh, that's what you're talking yeah. about. Uh, I have a feeling no, they'll no. be around Mike too. Mike dropped the article and Mike dropped <laughs> this the hour series. went too fast. Yeah, Gosh. he'll be back. Thanks, Mike. Can't wait. Woo.
Ooh.